0: hello michael welcome to episode five of season four of analog thoughts in the digital world what's up mike jason what's going on oh i haven't heard that in so long it's been so long since i've heard of what's going on i'm trying to be more high energy so i felt like it was a good time to pull one of those out (laughs) you brought it um so uh before we get to our main topic this evening, I would like to actually plug your new album, if we could. Let's do it. We fresh got Fresh Off uh, the Oh, go ahead. You you talk off. about your your album.
1: Well, fresh off the presses. I mean, uh y- you've been instrumental in getting it helping me get this thing completed and out and encouraging me once again to get something going because it's been a while since not so album came out. The other album we did together, we painted blonde mm-hmm. and I just collected all the, the hits, the, the greatest misses I was saying of uh, the past couple of years. So it's, I guess it's more of a compilation album than, you know, uh, something I, I kind of did all at once, but it's, it's a lot of really great tracks that some I did at J's. Uh, some I just did at home, some on the four tracks, some on the model 12 I think there's one or two when logic was still working so it's called leisure uh jason you did the artwork you want to talk a little bit about the layout <laughs> and the tape and everything
0: um i mean i don't know there's not like should I, should I break the fourth wall and say that was the original uh artwork that i was submitting for the fall song challenge and oh, uh yeah. and um and but you already liked some, like the other art, artwork that I had going for it, and so we just kind of put this artwork on the back burner, and then it just kind of worked with this leisure theme. I think.
1: I think so. Yeah, it was. It was as as with all the stuff we've done together, it's uh, been extremely serendipitous and very little friction. I would say no friction at all. You know, everything seems to come together and.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, it's yeah, it's very smooth. Oh, well, what what was? Uh, <laughs> no, just where did we where did we hit some hang-ups? <laughs> no, not at all. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm excited to kind of have like because you know, people that are on your Patreon or follow the channel have heard these songs here and there throughout the last year or two. So it'll be it's nice to have them in one place.
1: Yeah, that was and that was yeah, I think that was some, a a big thing that you had mentioned maybe like last month about it. Cause I was going to start putting up some tracks and then, you know, I did some videos with, with Jay and Brian and, um, we did one with Gil and and Jody submitted some of the, uh, you know, synth sounds and the video and it's been a long time coming. It's like stuff from, I think, I mean, it's fall song challenge 2019 or no 2020, I guess in 2020, no, yeah, 2019 and 2020. So that kind of bookends the album. Yeah, I don't oh, that's know. I cool. Just,
0: that's cool. I like that.
1: Yeah, I thought it was pretty cool. And I mean, the and that's what's cool, too, is that the artwork you made was, uh, you, you know, it's like fall themed. And I remember when you when you made that, I really like the moon pick that you did. But this one, I was like, I want to use that for something for sure. <laughs> so it was very selfish of me. Oh, but, uh, well,
0: I'm, I'm glad it has like a, a dedicated home. I feel really excited about it. I feel like it's like honestly one of my favorite collages that I've ever done. I so think it's, really it's
1: one cool. of my yeah probably my favorite one that you've ever done too. I think even if it hadn't allowed me to use it for the album, I would have uh, still wanted a print of it. And I, I think it is one of my favorite collages that I've seen you do. Thanks, man. Oh, speaking of collages, you want to just plug your uh, hunt So Jason, you just I heard you just finished up a hundred days
0: of <laughs> oh, drawing. This is a this is like a three minute infomercial here. Um, I did I've done uh, this would have been like a day 102 if I kept going but my hand was about to fall off but I've drawn I drew a picture every day at the start of the year and then I put them all in one big um, file like uh, photo I guess like uh, kind of like a small poster print like a little it's like a mosaic yeah yeah so like every image that I drew um, and I'm doing little uh, a run of six six by nine inch prints, and they're available through the Bandcamp. And I actually threw together um, <clears throat> this CDs worth of or an album worth of outtakes from last year um, that I had previously given away on Patreon. But apparently, it's nice to put these things on Bandcamp, which I'm kind of like I was alluding to with your album. But then it, you know, a lot of people were like, yeah, it's nice to have this in the collection on Bandcamp. So. Um, this episode will come out on Thursday and the pre-orders are through Friday. So there's not a whole lot. I don't think there's going to be a whole lot of, uh, prints left probably after you're hearing this, but yeah, go check it out.
1: So get on it if you, if you want to grab one. Yeah.
0: The red, red dot and Mike is at be cool cowboy dot right?
1: That's right. Yep. Sweet. Yeah, I still got uh I'm, and that pre-order is going to be up for a bit, but uh I'm I'm I might try to if I get it done sooner, I'll get it I'll get it out to everybody.
0: All right, so so should we move on to the the topic of the day? Let's do it. Okay. And I had I had brought this one up and put it in our little notes for the show, uh nostalgia. This sort of hit me uh whenever I was uh recording the the video on my YouTube channel. Um <laughs> where I went through all of my, all of my equipment, all of my four tracks and tape recorders. And it just kind of hit me how, how nostalgic these, the, like how I feel about these machines. It's, I feel like it's so weird, but I, I, it just takes me back. You know, I, I pick up, uh, a hand, the handheld, uh, P- Panasonic tape recorder. And I remember demoing on that thing and then, uh, taking my demos with me on the bus and, making notes on songs and, uh, and, uh, yeah, or just, you know, the, the first four track that I had was the four one four and, and just takes me right back to sneaking into the piano room at, at the, uh, local college and recording, (laughs) recording songs in there. Uh, even though I wasn't a student, um, I think it's been over 10 years, so I can't get in trouble now for trespassing, but, um, yeah. I don't know. I, I, I think, I mean, there's obviously a lot around nostalgia and these cassettes coming back in, into Vogue and even vinyl maybe years ago coming back into Vogue. So it kind of
1: brings you back in time to a, a time where you were maybe just getting started recording.
0: Yeah, for sure. And like, I think even years down the road, uh, I'll think back, you know, having this, uh, the four two four which I've been using a lot since we started this this year like it's been my my go to uh, recording apparatus and uh, so I think maybe when I'm sixty I'll, I'll think back <laughs> to 2021 <laughs> whenever I was really loving the four track again um, and it kind of even it even st- like this whole cassette thing kind of started around me just wanting to buy a four track so I could listen to these tapes that I had you know recorded whenever I was in my early 20s or whatever uh running around with my four track and recording um so I kind of have this big nostalgic kick that I've been (laughs) maybe I've hit a mid like like midlife crisis here maybe that's the explanation (laughs) for all of this (laughs) the last few years (laughs) Well,
1: I think it's also having kind of grown up with some of this stuff. It's cool to see that it's come, come back around again, you, you know, because it's something that I remember I was talking to my wife about it, you know, like taping songs off the radio and making people mix tapes and, you know, getting copies of vinyl albums that somebody would give me on a tape. And, uh, you know, I remember doing all that stuff and it's cool that it's, it's come back around again. And, you know, the first, uh, recorder that I had experience with was a friend of mine who we were recording and he had a 424 Mark III. Mm-hmm. So I think for me too, there's a lot of nostalgia wrapped up into the 424 and recording. and But there was a lot of years I didn't use it. And then I was thinking about it probably a couple of years before starting the channel, maybe like 2014, 2015. And I saw one online for like 50 bucks and I was like, yeah, I want to get that thing again because I remember just listening to a lot of albums and it just seemed like one after the other that I would check out would, would have been recorded to a four track. And, uh, I was like, I gotta just, let me get one of these again. And so for me, there's definitely that, you know, remembering being like a kid, 16 year old kid and and just hanging out with, you know, my best friends and, in the basement and, and playing in a band and that was what it was all about. It was just about having fun and recording. And I just, I really, I don't know. I, I just always loved the sound of it. Even then I, I remember before I really knew much about recording, I just remember the recording we made and, and it had such a distinct sound, even though mm-hmm. I didn't understand like what that was and, you know, the tape, you know, people definitely will take a crap on it and, you know, arguments about what's real analog and what's not. And I mean, who cares if it, <laughs> if you think it sounds cool, that's all that matters. And for sure. Yeah. It definitely has its own vibe. It's, it's definitely different. Um, the other thing I was going to mention was I remember recording a lot on, uh, like the micro tapes. It's, it's like the one that used to be in, in, in answering machines. I had yeah, like yeah. A voice recorder that used those. And I have somewhere I have boxes of those maybe not boxes maybe a shoebox full of those mini tapes and i remember when i was a lot younger recording demos onto those and i actually got a couple voice recorders from my neighbor i think i'm going to try to do what you did and record because you used uh recently used one of the voice dictator kind of cassettes right
0: yeah i used the the i have like that panasonic um But I mean, it's not, it's, it's small, it's pretty handheld, but it, it holds like a regular size cassette. Um, and yeah, I like, I like using that. It sounds pretty awful, but the, the fun trick, and I've talked a lot with a lot of people through like 424 and stuff. The fun thing is to, um, to use that as a microphone for drums or something. And because uh, it, it, it's got, like, such a harsh sound, so you can get some pretty sweet distorted drums out of yeah, it. Yeah, um, I've heard about that technique, yeah. Yeah. <coughs> um, yeah, I don't know. It's just I, I I thought it was really funny, like, like each piece of equipment. Like, my parents' um, boombox that's made several appearances um, in videos and stuff. Like, we've had that thing forever, and I used to use it to – um, do you remember uh when Johnny Greenwood would play um back in the day when he played in Radiohead? you remember that <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I don't remember know. that okay so he would like he would do this trick where he would dial in like radio stations and run that through delay, so I would you know rip off Johnny Greenwood with this uh tape deck and and sample the radio stations but um yeah, so that that brings back like a lot of memories of playing shows with my old band and um, in the early two thousands, not that I'm, I mean, I feel like I'm not normally so looking back on this stuff so fondly and nostalgically, but, um, but yeah, I don't know. It's just kind of brought, since I did that video, I just keep thinking about, <laughs> I just keep thinking about the good old days.
1: Well, I mean, I, I feel like we may have talked about this like, uh, two seasons ago <laughs> in season two. Did we did we talk about nostalgia and and how it?
0: Yeah, we did a little bit like uh I like I think I kind of approached it more like how it was um involved in my art more than anything. Um so yeah, I don't know if it really applied to to uh to the dollas life style. <laughs> but I mean that that could be like something to think about is just like remembering these days like when you didn't have all these screens in front of you all the time and you know we didn't uh, like we were just we spent so much more time just uh being outside or you know maybe like for me it was drawing you know or or painting but or just playing your instrument yeah it's it's strange to be in a world where
1: i I mean we, we were talking about this earlier today where you're just constantly connected it, like I find it to be really especially lately for some reason uh, I've been getting very overwhelmed by social media and I just can't log into stuff anymore it, I get like the strangest anxiety like stress response from all these platforms now uh, so it's the one thing I, I feel like YouTube I'm still still holding on <laughs> Cause I, I do enjoy talking with people in the comments and yeah, I really just love making the videos, but I was thinking about this similarly just about the process and you know, the video, I put up a video, I guess last week now when people listen to this and, uh, you know, it was just a mix of a song playing the fool from the tape and just, I was just, I was thinking about this. It was just such a strange process. Uh, and I just noticed a lot of people really seem to, you know, dig the sound of it. And I I really enjoyed it. And I think it came out really cool. And I, I just don't think it would have come out anywhere near the same, like in terms of the emotion. And, uh, I was just kind of like sitting in my room with all this, you know, there was nothing on really except for that recorder. And the sun was kind of just like coming into the room, you know, bl- blasting through the windows and, uh, I just don't remember the process. I just remember the feeling of of just kind of getting lost in the recording and the recorder. And I don't know. I, that's like a. It's it's strange. It's almost like I, I just almost don't remember it. It, it was. Uh, I, I was just very in the moment. I guess you would say.
0: I mean, I can I can feel that through that song, like that, like, I don't know the, the sun kind of going down slowly. It's got kind of like a slow burn to it and uh that's really cool it's kind of nice to hear the the behind the scenes of that being written that's so cool
1: thanks man i'm glad you i'm glad you uh enjoyed it
0: oh I yeah I, yeah that's one of my that's one of my favorites
1: i i was gonna say that uh i think part of it too has just been influenced by i've been spending a lot of time outside and and hiking around every day and uh i feel like that just kind of captures uh, the essence of uh, just how I've been feeling lately—I I don't know. Just—I'm
0: uh... going to cut in right here. I'm going to say we had some technical difficulties, but we're back. And what a nostalgic trip this has been for this episode.
1: <laughs> what a nostalgic trip, yeah.
0: <laughs> Hopefully, if anything, it spurs on some discussion about um, other people that are in their early forties and looking back through their their bin of cassettes that's uh, that's something that i really want like need to do is actually like go through stuff and see if there's anything of value (laughs) like old recordings yeah on the old tapes and stuff like you were saying going through like your micro cassettes
1: oh yeah 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 that would just be interesting because i did a lot a lot of things on that and recorded i think i almost tried recording you know like an album or something on that but I have no idea where that. Actually, I do have the tapes. Actually, actually, maybe I should. Yeah, this might be cool. I might be able to find something cool. I've never thought to like go back and listen to them. And then, like I said, my neighbor gave me a bunch of of those uh, handheld voice dictation recorders that use that micro cassette. And I got the micro cassettes recently. I got them back, so that's going to be really interesting. Yeah, hey, that that would be fun to, to see what's on those.
0: Yeah, put it on the on the list of things to do. I always feel like whenever I run out of ideas for things, I'll pull out all these old tapes and go through them or something, you know. But the well hasn't dried up quite yet. Or I come up with stupid ideas like, hey, I'll, I'll draw every day for uh, 100 days.
1: That was a cool idea, man.
0: Well, it's not mine. I that's a huge accomplishment from else.
1: that you were able – that's like a lot of discipline – a lot of focus you made a lot of time to do that every day you set aside the time like that's even you know all sorts of other types of just discipline and focus and purpose man that's really cool i don't, I don't know i mean i feel like whatever whatever things that people do 100 days in a row you usually brush their teeth you know <laughs>
0: that's true that's for, i think it's like some the only thing to do that yeah, that's the only thing that I do every day. That I can drink coffee. I never, I never take breaks from coffee. I'm running several years strong on that daily challenge.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I drink coffee for six hundred and forty <laughs> days. <laughs> yeah. Well. Um, yeah. It was, it was nice to get together and chat. Um, I hope everybody's doing well out there. And yeah, cool, man. Well. I'm going to sign off. Yeah, um, it's getting to be that that midnight hour. Good night, podcast listeners. Good night and farewell. And we're back. Michael had a good point that we forgot to uh talk about on nostalgia.
1: Yeah, I was going to say that I don't think I don't think the reason that we use these machines is is to chase nostalgia, right? I mean, you were kind of saying maybe you're having a crisis over there of the midlife variety. <laughs> uh. But I I wouldn't say like I'm, you know, I I mean I, I don't know. Do I not know myself well enough to to realize that I'm like this whole channel has just been one long uh break from reality and and crisis? I would say no. I just, you know, inherently enjoy using it like I was mentioning and
0: yeah, I I I'm just like I was just sort of wondering um like, you know, did it start with My crisis, (laughs) and then, but then it sort of like opened this door to this whole new world that I didn't know was existing. Because I think whenever I, you know, bought another four track, or I started kind of messing around on a different, like a a different four track that I had, you know, I would because I noticed that people were using them again in like twenty eighteen. I was like, whoa, like people don't record on computers. Like there are people that are doing this. Like besides. Robert Pollard or something, you know, like, um, so yeah, I mean, I, I don't, hopefully I'm not like having a three year long midlife crisis, but I think it's just sort of interesting that it just like sort of opened this door for me to realize that there are all these great nerds out here that like four tracks, I
1: guess, I guess maybe a closing idea would be, do you think this stuff will eventually just disappear into the ether you know, eventually people in our generation, and then there's a generation of people younger than us, and then, like, eventually this stuff may just fade away, right? I mean, I guess people are still using two-inch tape machines, and but they're becoming fewer and farther in between, I suppose.
0: That's a, I mean, that's a good question. I, like, because how many tape machines are there, you know? It's like how, because nobody's making new ones, and um, I mean, Same I guess... These. Yeah that's, a, yeah, that's what I'm saying is, like, you know, everybody on the Internet is like, oh, why don't they – why can't they bring it back? Or why don't they bring it back? And it's simply because they can't, right? And it's, like, because uh, they can't manufacture the pieces that they need to manufacture or whatever. So I, well, yeah, I don't yeah, I mean, it like, comes sorry. down the
1: money, really. Oh, I was just yeah. saying, like, it's not that they can't do it. It's that they don't want to do it because it would cost too much, you know, and everything is – Gotten to a point where stuff is really cheap now, so right. why would you want to go back and make something that's more expensive when you know you could sell people Model Twelves instead of right? And know, that's been like tracks. a big.
0: I feel like they've really blown up this year with the with the Model series, right? Like that's yeah, a, I think they're
1: it's working its way into the uh, collective consciousness for sure.
0: At least like in my YouTube algorithm, I'm getting a lot of. <laughs> lot of recommendations. I mean, I don't know, like, I, you know, I'm, I'm trying to raise my kids right on, uh, on vinyl and tapes. And, um, so hopefully, yeah, yeah, hopefully it's, it's still there. I mean, I think that they're more popular. It's, it's interesting that they're more popular than ever. I mean, I was even going to, I was going to say like, I, I tried to make tapes in like 2008, 2009 to sell at shows and I was sort of laughed away from the merch table, <laughs> you know, because it was just really? like, yeah, it was just like nobody was into it in the Midwest. So hmm. um, so it's it's amazing to me how much has changed in 10 years, you know? But, yeah, I
1: mean, maybe that was because CDs were still, or the t- I mean, that was like maybe the tail end of CDs. I feel like that,
0: that was, uh, yeah, I feel like that was, you know, at that point, like, I always did, like, I mean, I think I pressed, like, one album to a CD, you know, and got 100 or 200 copies made at one point. But I was always, you know, super DIY uh, CDRs. And I I feel like you still, like, even by that time, you couldn't even give them away, you know?
1: That's true. Yeah, I remember uh, the early bands I was in, the two things was either... CD or you'd make a vinyl or seven inch or something. And I don't remember many bands, you know, even out on the road, having tapes. I remember it was mostly like looking back on the, the CDs that I have from that time in my life and from other, you know, bands and friends and bands met on the road. It's very rare if I had a tape. Yeah. That's interesting. I definitely have a few, but I definitely have, uh, you know, it's definitely a ratio of like one to 30, probably, you know, one tape to 30 CDs. I mean, sure, that could just be yeah.
0: my I, I feel like I, it's about right on. Like, I've got like maybe a handful of tapes from that time with that some either touring bands, because we used to throw shows at like at our house, Um, like, you know, so bands that came through that did that, like uh, like I've got a couple from them or people that I opened for or something like that when they were passing through, but... I mean to be honest the first label i really
1: remember doing a lot of tapes was uh it's uh jeremy from woods and woodsist oh yeah that's how you say pronounce it Uh uh-huh i I think so i remember i remember he had like a i forget the name of the label but i remember uh, he was doing tapes like way before I I saw anybody else really doing them, so...
0: I mean, that was probably, like, around that time, like, 2008, 2009, I think, is when they were coming up. Maybe? Yeah. That's wild. I mean, maybe, you know, it takes a little while for, I think, something that's going on in New York to make its way to the Midwest.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Like, the Midwest is probably, like, 10 years behind the trend. I mean,
0: like, Woods, uh, Woods was probably touring through here, and they had tapes on their merch table and and like the the kids you guys just like tip the whole thing over (laughs) they're drinking they're drinking their pbrs and they're like what nah good times well yeah thanks for this uh trip down memory lane and uh let's close it out great episode yeah you have quite the editing uh job ahead of you (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah (laughs) My my kid interrupted us. Uh, I got tripped up by the Internet. It's going to be a lot of fun.
1: You could make me sound like I'm talking something like this. You just <laughs> cut together a bunch of stuff. So, Jason, did you know that there's a way to leave us voice messages on the 424 Recording Podcast?
0: I had no idea this was a thing.
1: Yeah, so I just figured out that if you go to anchor.fm slash four two four recording, it's just our uh, you know, site on anchor, you can leave us there's a there's a place where you can leave us voice messages. So Jason, do you want to try to do a QA episode?
0: Let's do it.
1: So if anybody's listening out there and you wanna leave us a, a question about your Dallas uh, trials and tribulations, or if you wanna just leave a comment or Leave us a message about something or have a question about something that we've talked about or something we haven't talked about or an idea for an upcoming episode or a topic to talk about. Leave us a voice message and we'll uh, surely play it on the air and we'll, we'll chat about it.
0: Let's do it. That's exciting. I'm pumped. Breaking the uh, fourth wall. Big time. All right. If ever, If you made it this far, go get yourself a cookie. Because this was quite an episode,
1: you're talking to yourself in the future, right? <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> After my editing job. Uh, All right, Jason. Yeah, I don't want to keep piling this on to you, man. <laughs> well, yeah. Thanks. Uh, thanks for having me, as always. Um, good night, everybody. Thanks.
1: thanks for thanks for talking with me, Jason.
0: Thanks, man. Peace.
1: Later.